Hey, Haynes is here with us, going to be teaching on Rosh Hashanah. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. We're so glad that you have joined us as we get uh, to take a journey together this morning. Always love when uh, Ray gets to come and teach. And today, as I was telling people this morning, uh, we've got creation, we've got joy, we've got trumpets, we've got camels, we've got all kinds of good <laughs> stuff to go through today. You're not alone in the studio today, are you? <laughs> So I'm looking forward to it, and I know other people are as well. And um, we need to pray to cover this hour, and I guess we'll jump right into it, because I know we've got plenty to plenty to get to. As always, plenty yeah. to get to. All right, well, let's just press in then. Yeah. Father, we just exalt you this morning. Thank you so much that you love us the way you do. God, I thank you that you are present. And the last few songs have just been just uh, exalting that one fact about you, of how near you are, how great you are, and that, Lord, you are trustworthy, that you are faithful. And, and Lord, I thank you that even as we prepare ourselves this weekend to cross into a new year, a new season, a new time with uh, new opportunities, new destinies, new, well, just new. And, uh, Lord, I thank you for that. And, Lord, we uh, come... This morning, I ask you for your presence, for your your glory, for your grace, for your mercy just to be extended out over your people today. Lord, strengthen them, encourage them, give them hope. Father, renew us. Lord, we just ask that you'd pour out your spirit today, that we might uh, encounter you, we might pause enough to encounter you, that you might heal bodies, strengthen the weak and the weary, and restore the one who is uh, fallen down. Yes, Lord. And the one who's far away. Lord, uh, there's nothing too hard for you. Nothing too difficult. Nothing too great that you are not greater still. So, Lord, open up our hearts. Open up our eyes and our ears today. That we might know you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm excited. I was driving in. I, obviously, I've got like an entire mile, but nonetheless, <laughs> you know, the moon today is just so cool. This this particular feast is in the in the new moon, which means it's a dark moon, right? Mm -hmm. So there's nothing there. Oh, there's just like a, a thin little smile. Just a sliver, yeah. And I don't know. It's like being a child again. It's like he's smiling over us. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, it's, you'll notice this one if you're have already woken up an hour ago or so. You'll see it more profoundly as a... Uh, most of the feasts are with the full moon. So it's a little distinctly different already. So, well, I'm here to get you ready for Rosh Hashanah. Uh, we pronounce it Rosh Hashanah. Of course, we're we're in Georgia. We'd say it. Well, yeah, we can pronounce it any way we want to. Yeah. My golly. So the word Rosh Hashanah means the head or beginning of. And uh, that begs the question, what's at the beginning of? And the answer is is just the first of ten reasons we celebrate this feast. You probably know very little about this feast, even as uh, Q was saying to you, there's three or four things you can throw out there. But I tell you what, this particular day and feast uh, of all the times, it's one of the pilgrim feasts where God said to come to Jerusalem. And it's a, it's a neat time, and there's a whole lot here, especially if you are just weary. If you've had enough of this year and you're ready to flip a page, <laughs> hold your hand up. This is your chance. <laughs> this is it, right. So the first reason we celebrate this feast is it's the beginning of the new biblical year. It's 5783. That clicks in on uh, Sunday evening. goes all the way until nightfall on, sun on Monday. 
So the 25th is when it begins, and it becomes the first day of a new month and a new year. It's Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, or Rosh Hashanah will continue until the, you know, the, the sun goes down on Monday. And then the year begins, and it, it is somewhat like flipping the calendar. But there's also a progression to how things kind of flow in. And, yeah, something different happens. And there's not many ways I can lay that out to you because it's hard to, to grasp all the time. But uh, you may be wondering if Passover marks the start of a new year in the spring, how can we be at the head of a new year already? Seems like this year went quickly. Uh, Exodus 23 says, The Feast of Ingathering, this is this, at the end of the year, when you've gathered in the fruit of your labors from the field. So even the Bible itself kind of lays it out. And it, it just seems like they're like six-month years. I don't know. But th- that that's probably the only way to really logically get it. But there's this symmetry in God's rather unusual calendar in the fall festivals. They mirror the spring festivals. So in a sense, they kind of correspond to each other. So there's two beginnings. We're born. We're born again, right? Mm-hmm. So we make a shout, which is a teruah, which a word you'll hear a lot today, to thank God because we're confident God will fulfill his promises to provide. And prophetically, we're thanking him for his redemption during the end of days. So we're not really looking back as much except to say thank you, but we're also looking ahead in, I don't know, expectation, excitement. Mm-hmm. And even towards the end times, you read Revelation, sometimes it's like, ooh, do I be excited over this? <laughs> well, the biblical calendar is a, a little odd because it begins with creation. And that's the, well, that makes sense, right? See, but it doesn't start with day one when God said, let there be light. Have you ever met a calendar that didn't start with the first day? <laughs> like, already, it's like, I don't understand. The second reason we celebrate this feast, it's when God created man. All right, the first day of Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah is day six when God created man. So we're in creation week right now, because if that happens Sunday evening, mm-hmm. all right, today's Elul 27, day three of creation. Wednesday, two days ago, I sent out an email, and it was the anniversary of day one. The reason I did that is because it's it's a pretty cool day. Yeah. Uh, Revelation 13, 8. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. The lamb who was slain, or Sfazo, sacrificed from the creation of the world. How was he slain at creation? That's another rather big mystery there, right? Well, there are several shadows, types, and symbolic pictures. Then that's what this is all about, too. So I was just kind of laying out the, the beginning here for you. Well, the third reason we're celebrating the feast is one of the shadows and types of Jesus slain from the creation of the world. So number one, uh, when Adam was put to sleep, In Hebrew, sleep is the same word for dead. And sometimes we can't argue with that. (laughs) God removed a rib from his side to form Eve, who would become Adam's bride. What's that a shadow of? Well, Eve represents the church, Adam and Eve, who become the bride of Christ. And on the cross 4,000 years later, 2,000 years back for us, when Jesus was pierced by the spear, blood and water poured out of his side, and in 1 John 5, this is one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water alone, but by water and blood. You get these random verses sometimes, and you go, ah. So that was a picture of being slain from creation, just the creation of woman, or Isha. Slain way number two. 
When God created the universe on day four, I've taught this a bit, uh, the stars and planets, the sun, the moon, all tell the gospel story. So there's several constellations that are altars. There's sacrificial bull, a ram, the lamb constellation. The Milky Way even represents the smoke rising from the altar. The story of Jesus as Redeemer is literally written in the heavens using the constellations when they were made. So obviously that is another picture of that. Number three, I'm just going to give you three. The next time Jesus appears is the sacrifice of an animal to clothe or replace Adam and Eve's glory when they sin, right? It's the official, first official death after Adam and Eve's spiritual death. And that is the picture. So you have three quick ways there. Bunch more, obviously. It's probably just 10 days after their creation when that happens, the first young kipper occurs because of sin. Now death has to occur. But God doesn't desire to kill them. He doesn't desire to kill you. Yeah. So God makes a sacrifice. He kills an animal, makes them coverings with its skin. And that's the kind of an idea you have to keep your mind wrapped around today. Hebrew meaning or concept of that word covering is anointing or Shekinah or Shekinah, the Holy Spirit. So God restores their anointing with what? The blood of that sacrifice. Mm. See, it's not just the the skins of those animals. It's the blood of that sacrifice. Without shedding of blood, there's no remission or removing of sin. So, and then God cast them out of the garden to the east Mm. on Yom Kippur. There's an odd sacrifice. You have two goats. One is sacrificed for sin. One is sent into the wilderness as a scapegoat bearing the sin. Well, both goats are Jesus in that sense, a picture. An animal plays the part of the first goat. And Adam and Eve are the second goat, walking off in the wilderness never to return Mm. to the garden. This is the next picture of Christ slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus will be called the second Adam, so he is the first goat. And on the cross, when he's slain outside the city, he's the scapegoat. That's actually where he ascends from on on day 40. So I'm going to cover a lot of ground this morning. Can you tell? Yeah, we're going to take some time. Yeah, (laughs) But the Cliff Notes version of this holiday, ready? What is Rosh Hashanah? Uh, It's the creation of the world, specifically man. It's the birth of Yeshua, Jesus, right? Rosh Hashanah is his birthday. The trumpets are about enthroning kings. Man was made to rule. Jesus will. We will rule with him, in fact. It's the end of the world. Not right now, (laughs) as we know it. The reward and judgment of man. Trumpets are the rapture and the judgments of the book of Revelation. They're the voice of God. So it's the beginning. It's the ending all wrapped up together. It's about Isaac and the ram. A picture of Passover, picture of the cross. And I mean, to say I'm just scratching the surface does not do it justice. Mm. But we'll be here a while. Just going to enjoy some great worship. Going to dig into the word of God today as we talk about Rosh Hashanah. And uh, we're going to look into something you've probably never thought about. Two words, naked and cunning. We're going back to the garden for a moment while we're at Rosh Hashanah. 